This is Live at Five with Glenn Curry. <laughs> The army where you shoot them a mile away, you gotta get up close like this. Bada bing, you blow their brains all over your nice Ivy League suit. This will I think. Was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? Hell no! German, forget it, he's rolling. <laughs> Learn it, know it, live it. Are you running a business or a charity war? Leave the gun. Take the cannoli. Uh, Yankees win! Pull over! No, it's a cardigan, but thanks for Live at oh, five, live at five, live at five. Oh, yeah, Friday. Yeah, windy, 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 windy. I thought the whole, I'm, I'm in a cinder block building and I thought we were going to be topple over. Wow, I've never seen such wind in my life, really. Uh, if you report anything, Crazy Ray has a report from State Street earlier on Facebook. Reports of uh, f- flying debris from a roof. If I'm not mistaken, I think he said a couple of bricks. Wow. We, maybe we are in Kansas today, but uh, hopefully no one will get hurt at all. So uh, Something to be said about, you know, you know, we know the cold. We know the snow, the icy conditions, rainy conditions, sleet. I don't, you know, I, I, at the end of the day, I don't think anything's worse than wind. It screws you up. It's a t- wind is a terrible time to you can go out on a beautiful 85 degree day and golf at uh, Ives Hill or up at the any golf course and if there's anything more than 15 miles per hour you take a shot I'm not talking about about your game my game sucks with with or without wind just gets in your face one good thing about wind during the summer you don't get many bugs apparently bugs don't like the wind either but it was very, very windy out today. Isn't it weird? It's that time of year. You know, we got a little place up there in Point Peninsula. And, you know, we, we, I've, I've observed over the years. This is like our 13th year having it. And I've observed over the years that the most amount of damage to the property happens between now and May 31st. It's the changing of the season. So, you know, again, you got snow, you got ice, blah, 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 summer storms, nothing. You know, and you would think summer storms would take down a lot of trees. Because there's leaves on the trees, there's more resistance. But no, between now, you know, I can I can go up there last week or three weeks or a month ago and say, oh, everything looks great. In fact, we got those cameras up there. You know, now that they have internet up on Point Peninsula, we're actually in the 21st century. I could see it at any given time. It's the best investment I ever made. Uh, but uh, I'll you watch just in the next couple of days. Something will go wrong there. A tree will come down or something, whatever. So uh, be on the lookout. <clears throat> the, the gusts were, I've never seen, <clears throat> I saw a, a cardboard box on, on uh, Welta Avenue fly by my car and then s- it just gets slammed against <clears throat> a, uh, a telephone pole fiercely. Amazing. <clears throat> what the hell's the matter with me? I, I, at 5 o'clock, I just fall apart. I don't know what it is. I've been talking all day, and now I can't talk at all. <laughs> Jeepers creepers. Ah, all right. So uh, give me a shot. It's a lighthearted day, right? We could talk about Elon Musk and all of his billions of dollars. 
Uh, they gave him the, what did they give him, a suicide pill? What, what the hell did they give him again today? Something that would, uh, would, that would prevent him from, from buying the place out or being a major shareholder. So there's an indication right there that, uh, you know, the, the people at, uh, at Twitter don't, don't want this to happen. So maybe they're putting their mouth where their minds are in that, hey, uh, big corporation, you know, that doesn't mean, you know, money doesn't buy you everything. Democracy. Again, I've said it again and again. I love how someone like Joy Bahar or Joy Reid or, or anyone on the left will say we have to, you know, even Bill Maher, who's getting a lot of accolades these days because he seems to be making sense. He's condemning his own party. He's belittling them. He's making, he's mocking them for being foolish and woke. But he would say, I don't know how many times, says, we have to save our democracy. You've you got to wonder, what, what's, what's his impression of democracy? What's Joy Reid's impression of democracy? Or, or Sonny Houston? Other than if they could just, again, I said this again and again, I'm sorry for being redundant. If, if they were and they had the ability to snap their fingers, we'd be all gone. And they would say, well, we did it in the best interest of this nation's democracy. And so thus Twitter says, no, we don't want him to be part of our democracy because that would ruin our impression or our version of, a, of democracy. We, no, no one can have free press. And here's the thing. I'm, I'm just being the devil's advocate here. I'm not just going to be another Sean Hannity and say, oh, that's absurd. This is America. We can say whatever we want. It's a, it's a constitutional right. But if you analyze what the, the people are saying over there, and they got this foreigner that's running uh, Twitter right now. Uh, Dorsey's out. Uh, Luke Skywalker left, and this dude is back in. This dude is in. Not born here. Not that that matters. Neither was Elon Musk. Neither was Alexander Hamilton. Neither was uh, uh, Albert Einstein. We've had a lot of people born in other countries that have saved this country. Many. Tesla, another guy, right? But this dude that's running Twitter, he, his point is this, is that we have to safeguard our, 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 our you know, the Twitter in this case, or we cannot allow free speech to be espoused as easily as it is because it's too easy to disseminate. That's their argument. It's too easy to say there's a fire in a, in a, in a, in a crowded movie theater. Now, you could say there's, there's, you know, you could yell out in one movie theater in America and say that, uh, you know, hey, there's a fire in the, in the lobby. Everyone would get up and leave and people would trample each other. And thus the tragedy. And hopefully that person would be, you know, thrown in jail. But to Twitter and many other people on the left, they look at it as like, no, it's too easy for someone to yell fire into millions of households to say that mandates don't work, to say that COVID is a joke, to say that uh, Joe Biden is cognitively challenged. It's too easy. And we've made it too easy for them. So while, you know, you can, uh, you know, go, go to, the, to the town hall meeting and, and jump on a soapbox and say what you want to your townspeople, and they may or may not disagree or not, uh, that's fine. And maybe that, you know, maybe they don't even want that. But hear, hear me out here. On a limited scale, from what traditional methods of speaking out and, you know, uh, let it, writing a letter to, to the editor, because of technology, because of social media, certainly the way it's been growing in the last 20, 30 years, guys like the, the guy that owns uh, runs Twitter right now looks at it as like, no, this is too much. So if it's too easy for one schmuck in his underwear to, to, to say that there's a fire in a movie theater and spread that tweet out to millions, maybe billions of people, that's dangerous. And that's their version of democracy. It's like, we've made it way too easy for you. Thus, you can't use our service. I thought it was a free country. Yeah, but we're a privately owned company, and we want to save our democracy. 
What about the shareholders are going to get a piece of that $41 billion from uh, Elon Musk? Well, that's for us to decide. Who's us? If someone came up to you, if you had, uh, uh, you know, like two shares of, of, uh, of Twitter, you're going to make a lot of money. You're going to at least, what, triple it? Well, I don't know. You're going to make something. But let's just say that you're a decent-sized shareholder that may or may not agree with Donald Trump or <coughs> Elon Musk, for that matter. <coughs> but you got to agree with the ability to make money. There's a lot of people that's, that could be millionaires out of this deal. So why isn't anyone asking them? I mean, this whole deal went down in one week. Have they gotten together? Apparently, from what Elon Musk has done, he's actually showed up, went to the headquarters there in downtown uh, uh, San Francisco, where there's more human feces on the on the uh, on the on the on the surface of the streets than in the sewer system, and he observed this. Says, people don't even come here. Your biggest users don't even use your services. So if this deal goes south, and I, it looks like it might. Uh, a lot of people are not going to be as rich as they wanted to be. They're going to have to hold themselves to their own little, you know, agenda and hold back the tears when they realize, geez, that could have been a really wealthy man at 45 years old. I got 5,000 uh, shares in, in Twitter. I, I could have made a big, big piece of money. But you know what? I want to save a democracy. I just have to work harder because our version of democracy is more important than anything else. I wonder if they realize that democracy also includes capitalism. That's another thing they just, just don't get. Uh, give me a shout. 755-1240. Happy. Uh, what is today? Today is uh, Good Friday. We talked uh, a little bit today. I, was, I, I stopped in. I was walking by and wanted to help Jeff out with uh, the computer. And then we got him in, into a discussion a, a little bit about Easter and Pontius Pilate. Uh, a lot of shows on TV about uh, the crucifixion. The Passion of the Christ. I see, I believe it was Richard, uh, not, not Richard, what's his name? Uh, Mel Gibson's Richard Gere. Imagine Richard Gere playing Jesus Christ. Mel Gibson's uh, Passion of the Christ. That came out, what, 15 years ago? Uh, and uh, I can't watch it. I mean, again, I'm a Catholic. You know, I know about the story. And now I read today that uh, a doctor, 2,000 2, plus years later, has, uh, let's, let's be exact here, 2,022 years later, has determined that Jesus Christ, in fact, dislocated his shoulder and he bled to death on the cross as a result of dislocating his shoulder. And he was dislocated his shoulder because he had to carry his own cross uh, up Calvary, right? And where was he placed? He was placed in the tomb of Arimathea. And uh, a woman, who was it? Was it Mary? Who? Someone went to the tomb you know, to leave flowers to pay respect and the, the big rock was open and she looked in there and he wasn't there. You know, not only did Jesus come back to life, he, he came back as Superman. He had to move that rock. It's an incredible story. It really is. It is the origins of Christianity and certainly the origins of the Catholic Church. And, you know, we know what happened there centuries later and so forth. But we're all Christians to some degree, even the Jews, because Jesus was a Jew. And at the end of the day, last time I checked, we're all human beings. It's all good to know. I told you a little story. I, again, you know, we're all the same. We all put our pants on one leg at a time. We all sit on some type of commode and do something every day. You, you know what I'm saying. We all breathe the same way. Our blood is as blood, you know, red in this continent as it is anywhere else. And there might be others who feel like the Catskill group on Facebook, you know, some discussion comes up about Dirty Dancing. Now, Dirty Dancing was uh, one of the best written movies I've, I've ever seen. I know, and, and again, if you told me 
1987 when that movie came out that this might be one of my favorite movies of all time, I would laugh in your face. And it would have nothing to do with the context of who was in, who was in it, n- nothing at all. It's just it's like uh, Dirty Dancing. How can how can uh, well, how old was I at the time? How can a 26 year old guy feel good or or put that at the top of his list? It's 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 for a good reason. It hit so many cylinders. It showed what people are all about, not just Jewish people in the Jewish Alps, not nothing at all. Because we're, we're all this in my book that 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 movie could have been made about any class of people, anybody. Rich, poor, Jewish, black, Asian, doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. So it comes up on the Borch Belt uh, Facebook page, which I'm a big member of. I'm the only goyim there, by the way. And I've contributed a lot of things. I've answered things. I, I posted my video of Krahanks in New York, and they like that, too. They're, oh, this is good. This guy is not the chosen, but he's, you know, he seems to know what he's talking about. He seems educated. So someone posted something about, uh, and I mentioned this, about uh, Dirty Dancing. It says, well, that movie is not a good reflection of what it, what, it, what it was all about then. And I can read between the lines. And other people agreed with her. Yeah, it's not. No. I said, that story, that movie, was about people. And it could have been about any people. And you know what? I didn't get one response. I didn't get one like. I didn't get anyone to chastise me. And that's when you know you got through to somebody. And that's what I've been doing. If, if you know, when I started this show a little over a year ago now, I might have mentioned that I was kicked off on again, off again, at least three times from Facebook. And by the way, Donnie was kicked off Facebook for a month. <clears throat> Apparently, Facebook set him up to repost something from a year ago about the, the vaccinations. <clears throat> so he did it. So it's like, hey, here's a memory from a year ago when you were down, uh, downplaying the J&J shots. So he did. And he got kicked off for 30 days. So he had to share that with me. So I got kicked off uh, for uh, various things. Uh, one time I did rem- mention the term uh, uh, white trash in one of my posts, kicked off. I mentioned another post about England uh, 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 kowtowing to whichever. I forget what it was. And I, I threw France in there at the same time, kicked off. And a third time, I forget what it was. You know, one was for three days, one was for a week, and one was for a month. And I was thankful that I was able to get back online just around the same time that Rush Limbaugh had passed away last February of 2021. It was that day that I was able to go back on Facebook. And that's when I posted a picture of myself with the great Rush Limbaugh from back when, 1991, 1992 or something, down in Saratoga. Great picture. And uh, it was great timing for me, at least, because I had been off. You know, it's, it's a horrible feeling. So every time I post anything, I remember the three times I would kicked off. Or for that matter, warnings. <clears throat> In fact, I, I was giving a warning oh, about a year ago or so. It was right after the Oscars of 2021. And I, I, I just wrote something to the effect where I, I feel like jumping off a bridge. And I meant it as a, you know, you know, a, jo- a, a George Bailey-ism, if you will, from It's a Wonderful Life. And I was, you know, I was, I was, I was kidding. And as soon as I did it, it was instantaneous. It says, are you sure you want to post this? And because I said, and because the algorithms read it immediately, thanks to artificial intelligence, that they said, oh, this person has a problem. This person is talking about jumping off a bridge. We're going to warn him. And uh, we're going to look good in the process because we're going to save a life. But at the same time, it's like we don't want people like this on our platform. That's the bottom line. But as it turned out, I said, no, I, I refrained and I redid. So, I, I, so again, I'm always thinking. You, uh, you have to think. And the white trash thing really was the one that, that got me going because <clears throat> you could, you could you know, mock your own people that doesn't make it right. 
And so I, every time I get on there, I, I take this like position where, what do you want from this? Do you, want, do you just want people to, to yell at you and then go to your page and, and mock you for what you are? That's happened from time to time. Not much. <clears throat> but for the most part, people would just, you know, bad, bad mouth me. Oh, look at this guy, blah, 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 blah. And then you'll just have to deal with it for two, three days. Or you could take the standpoint in which I have, uh, uh, the, the platform I've been uh, trying to exercise in recent months, or years for that matter, and it's working. And here's why. Try to post something where you don't get a response. And, and, and post something that's intelligent, post something that's rational, but put it in their court. Here's an example. And I mentioned this before. Boy, I'm repeating myself quite a bit. But just, you know, it, when, 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 say, for instance, crazy people from either the left or right, in my case, I'm a conservative, so I'll mock people like AOC, and I'll mock other people like uh, Adam Schiff, or something or other that's gone crazy, and I'll just jump into the conversation. And again, this is on a platform, for instance, where I'm able to uh, talk to liberal people in their, in their court, on their terms. And I said, geez, why can't people all just be sane and reasonable like, like representative or like, uh, like Maxine Waters with a big question mark. I don't put it like a wink, wink sign or any of that stuff. I'm passive aggressive as hell, but I just throw it out there. Why can't they just act normal or professional like Maxine Waters? And I don't get a response. And that's the, that's the type. That's what you got to do. You got to put it in their court. If you're going to make fun or mock uh, uh, a representative Green down there, a House representative, uh, Congresswoman Green, uh, down from Georgia, or anyone else, or Matt Gates and his antics, fine, go for it. And just throw something else in there. Maxine Waters is a perfect example because she's a mad woman. Just recently, she went up to a bunch of homeless people in Los Angeles and told them to go back home. She's also the one that essentially told people to go out if you see anyone from the uh, Trump administration get in their faces and, and spit at them, essentially. <clears throat> That's a professional person. So when you put it in their court... They have to do something with it. It's like a hot potato. What are you going to do with this? I just mocked, I, I just complimented Maxine Waters in a backhanded fashion. What are you going to say? You can't say anything because if you do, then you're admitting she's as, but, uh, as, as cra bat crazy as she actually is. Just a little tidbit. Hi, Ernie. It's the Duff Man. Hey, how you doing, guys? What's going on, Duff? Not, not much. I sent you an article I thought was rather interesting. It's, uh, more people have watched paint dry yeah. on YouTube than have watched CNN Plus, the, the uh, a streaming uh, uh, program that uh, CNN has that yeah. Chris Wallace went to work for. Yeah, 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 yeah. Chris Wallace. I hear there's and all that, types and of troubles. It's not a joke. More people have watched. They've got, uh, you know, they did, uh, you know, they approve because of the Internet, you know, how many clicks you get on it and so on. So, yeah, and by the way, I responded to that, and I said, geez, I didn't know about this. I, I just came back from watch, uh, watching Paint Dry, and a lot of people like that, this, which is funny. Uh, so, yeah. Anyway, I, someone also asked, like, there's, there's uh, several items in your refrigerator. One of them is milk. The other one is cheese. What's the third item? And I said light bulb. A lot of people like that. So, anyway, yeah. uh, so, so <laughs> yeah, see, you got it. You got it. It took you a little bit, but you got it. You understand? Well, no, I got it right off the bat. <laughs> <laughs> my refrigerator, my refrigerator has two of them. Yeah, do they real? Okay, then you have two light bulbs. Yeah. yeah if, if, what, what's inside a refrigerator? Oh, food. Oh, what else? Uh, ice. Yeah, ice. What else is in a refrigerator? Uh, shelves. Yeah. What is it? Crispers. Yeah. What else? Food. Yes. What else? What else? What else? Light bulb. Yeah. Ding 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 ding. Sorry. Yeah. 
By the way, why is it the light bulb in a refrigerator lasts like 18 years? You know, and, and the one in my in my front, you know, uh, porch lasts for about six months. Why is yeah, that? Um, I don't get that. They, they they're just they're made tougher. Yeah, and then you know what's funny is I had one of those uh, back when I had the restaurant there. I had one of those. Uh, Flashing uh, signs with the arrow point, and you can change the lettering on it. Remember right. those? Right. But he had them. Right, right. And uh, right. The, the light bulbs would burn out like in like two weeks. Yeah. So I somebody told me they go no get appliance bulbs. They're a little bit more expensive, but they'll last. They'll last. Sure enough, I put those in there, Glenn. Yeah. And I'm telling you, they last forever. They never burn out. And then uh, I got the idea, like in some places, like uh, porch lights that you don't want to climb up on. I right. Right, right. You know, right. it's not as bright, but, I mean, you never have to change them. So you're saying that if you have an outdoor bulb in your house or something that's exposed to the elements to get, what? what is that again, a, 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 an appliance uh, light bulb? Yeah, 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 appliance bulb that you put in your refrigerator or in your stove. You think about the, the uh, what they go through. The, yeah. the same bulb you put in your refrigerator, you put in your oven. Yeah. Your oven gets up to, what, 450, 475? Oh, at least. Oh, my degrees. God. It's got to be, yeah, it's like a crucible. Yeah, oh, I hear so, my uh, Yeah, and those, and those things last forever. What's it, how many people do you know ever change their light bulb in their ovens? Never, I, I, I don't ever think ever I've ever done it in my life. And by the way, we have a refrigerator that we, we this is our 20th year over there. And we've had the same refrigerator, and, and granted, it's leaking, but it's still functioning, and I have never changed that light bulb. But I've changed the light bulb in the kitchen at least 12 times. At least. Yeah. It's yeah. amazing. And there's those small little bulbs, and you can't get them. you got to go to City Electric, because if you go to Lowe's, you go to somewhere else, you got to go, you got to look up and down aisles, you have, you're just pissed off, your car is parked a mile away. Just go to City Electric. That's all you got to go to. Yeah. They should be a sponsor yeah. here. I've mentioned them before. They're good. Yeah, they're good people. You should get them to uh, run an ad, yeah. Yeah, because they have yeah, all those specialty lights good. that we were talking about. Yeah, exactly. So anyway, so yeah, Chris, had, uh, Chris, Wallace, ones. Chris Wallace is kicking himself. You know, we all make decisions. We all move from one place to another. For, But how did he think that that was going to work, Duff? How did he think that was going to work? Because he fell for that left-wing bull crap. Uh, you know, and he's a lefty anyway, but, you, you know, I, I couldn't stand I You know, I, I used to watch his show. He, he wasn't that way. It didn't seem until after uh, uh, Trump Obama became, got in. And right. then all of a sudden he did a 360-degree turn. Yeah. And uh, he was never the same after that. He wouldn't ask questions. And it depended on the guests. If there were guys from that were conservative, he'd grill the hell out of them if they were... Uh, and, and, and ask him follow-up questions so he couldn't bullcrap him. Right. But if it was a Democrat, he never asked a follow-up question. Never. He just took to whatever they said and then accepted it. You know, just like the mainstream media does, and just like that one caller you got, no matter what they say, he believes it. Yeah, he believes well, that Joe Biden, that uh, the Russia caused inflation, and that's the reason gas is expensive and all that kind of stuff. Right. you got you got idiots out there that really believe that stuff, Glenn. Well, they're not idiots, but at the same time, they, they seem to be conditioned well, to think the same way. For educated people, I don't see how they could let common sense get in, uh, you know. Uh, because it it gets back to what I was saying earlier, because they justify their reasoning. And I, I keep on coming back to General Milley and his antics after the, the election of 2020, when he took it upon himself to make sure that, you know, the Chinese government knew that the, the nuclear arms were, were, were being handled correctly. And as you know, that would have been a cause, for, a call rather, for a court-martial and then some. 
but it was justified because it was in the best interest of the nation's democracy. Why? Because during an era of Trump, that was, those were the four years that the Constitution, Duff Man, just didn't apply anymore. We had, we had to change the rules and, and do that. So, and so, so, so when, when, when Twitter comes up and says, no, you can't be part of our platform, Mr. President, why is that? It says, well, because you espouse bad information. Well, this is a free society. So, yeah, but this is a private company that's going to tell the free society that you can't say that because we, we won't, won't allow it. And that, that type of, that type of dy- uh, dynamic can't work. It's not working. And here at the end of the day, this is what I have to ask, Duff Man. Why is it, and, and, and Elon Musk is a hell of a lot smarter than I am, He's going to take off that forty-one billion dollar offer. The the company from that point from that point going forward, Duffman. If they're not going to change under a guy like Elon Musk and and continue to have people like like Justin Beaver uh, be their number one you know guy who doesn't even use the platform, they're they're going to fail. So what's what 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 are the two options that you have here? Do you want Elon Musk to take over Twitter and change the world, or do you want Twitter to just go bye bye? Well, see, the left doesn't care. Just like they, they, they sell you a bill of goods, they tell you that the world's going to be better off if everybody gets $15 an hour. Right. So then... And, and an electric car. $15, yeah, when people get $15 an hour and everything's so expensive that you can't afford anything right. uh, because of inflation, uh, then all of a sudden you, you get that blank stare that the left always gives you when you, when you really back them into a corner then it's the blank stare, and then it's you're a racist, and they walk away. Right, right, right. right. So that, they that's feel good about you, themselves. That, no, seriously, that's what you get every time when you back them in a corner. Right, right. Well, that, that's, yeah. that's their out. That's, and you know they collectively feel good about themselves because they know there's a lot of people who feel like them. You know, when, when, you, when, when someone points out that you've been wrong, this, that, and the other thing, you know, you feel bad. You put your tail between your legs, and you walk away. So, geez, I was just showed up. But, but a lot of these people don't feel that way, Duff. When, when someone proves no, to someone they else, down. they double down because they know that even when they're wrong, and they know they're wrong, you know they you right. you and I know that they're they know that they're wrong, but, <clears throat> but they know they have enough support on their side to still feel good. In the old days, when someone made a mockery of what you said because of your own ignorance, he's like, "Wow, I'm gonna I'm I, I look like a complete douchebag after all what I just said." But today, right. they don't yeah. feel that way because they feel, you know what, <clears throat> I don't care if I was wrong. I have people on my side who agree with me. And that's what America has turned into. We're ignorant. We don't want to argue. Like, it's just and like we feel Stuart, good about it. It's like the Stewart's thing, Glenn. Yeah. They know they're wrong. They know that there's no reason why that shouldn't go there. Right. But we all know the real reasons. One of the reasons is... I don't know any of the reasons. Is, is, no, one of the reasons is because the next-door neighbor didn't like the, uh, the person that owned the property. The other thing was is that the, there are certain politicians that she... Uh, uh, embarrassed a few years back when she sued him and won. Hey, wait, who's she? When she sued the lady that owns the property that's selling it to Stewart. She sued the county in one day. Wow. Is yeah, that... they went after her. She was, uh, uh, she had a business, a, a mental health business, and, uh, huh. and the county tried to put her out of business, and she fought him and won. Is this the same woman that was so, upping the, the, the cost of, at the auction and walking away from her responsibilities, or someone no, else? No, 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 no. Oh, no. sorry. So sorry. This girl's been here forever, and, yeah, people that know her know who owned the property. I'll tell you off air, you know, but I'm yeah. just saying that there's more to this whole story that I, that it, because it makes no sense. So, uh, so there's, so you know, the same people that are telling you they're worried about benzene, 
yeah. are the same people. If you went into the garage right now, got a full can of gasoline in the garage, yeah. and they've got a riding lawnmower that's filled with gas, right. and they walk by their car every day, and they fill their own cars up with gas. Give me a break. There's right. no, there's no benzene. No, I know. I know. I know. You know what I'm saying? I'm with you. I'm so with it's, it's a po- political thing. And then most of the people that signed that petition, look at the names. They don't even live on the block, and they don't live in the city. Right, right. No, I agree. Well, listen, I got to get going. I'm way behind. <coughs> but Duff, th- th- by the way, is Juanita back? No, she stayed down there with the baby. Okay, and, uh, all right. We just want to walk away from that. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't. I don't. Yeah. I understand. But I just wanted to, because uh, I know Sharon and, and Juanita want to get back together again at some time. Yeah, no, I know. I got to go pick her up in a couple of weeks. Good, good. I'm right, looking forward to that. All right, well, thanks, Duff, man. All right, man. That's uh, the Duff man here on the Live at Five show on a lighthearted Friday. Hi, you're in the air. Yeah, Glenn. I guess the uh, Democrats uh, be who you want to be or what you feel to be. Did you see the story out in New Jersey? No, no. Uh, uh, cure my ignorance. The guy guy said he's he's a woman. Oh. So they put him, put him in the woman's Oh, yes, yes, yes. two girls pregnant. Right, right, right. Yeah, this is really working out good for them. So wh- be who you feel like being today. So when they have a, re- a reveal party for that baby, you know, is, is it is it blue and pink or you know what do you do? I mean, you know, I don't know. There's two of them. And the, oh, there's there's two of them that were pregnant. Yeah, he got two pregnant. By the way, it's not it's not much different than that kid down in Loudoun County, down in Virginia. He was uh, he he was trans, and uh, you know he was still having his way in the bathrooms with the opposite sex. So. You know, is that an invite to to get into the bathroom or to prison to to be who you really are and, and not the person you 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 know you're alleging to be? You, you see where I'm going I with that? The, late, the ladies um, must have liked it. Must have liked his situation. Right, right. Well, yeah, he was Unless a lady with them, you know. Right, right, right. You know, with so, he, he, he was right. a lady with benefits. There you go. All right, thank you, my friend. Yeah, I I heard Jeff talking about that story earlier today. Yeah, I heard that story. I'm no band leader. All right, I got to do this. We'll be back. Roof looking older than you are? Finding more tiles in your lawn than grass? It's time to call Harringer's Contracting. The roof people. Don't delay, though. Call them to set up a free estimate. Call them now. Free estimate. Call 782-9129 for Harringer's Contracting. The people who call you back. Got about uh, 20 minutes before the hour. Hi, you're in the air. My name is Doug Davidoff. I'm calling actually from Connecticut. Yeah. Um, oh, wow. This is my first time calling. Oh, yeah, Doug. How you doing, Doug? I know you, Doug. Doug from Connecticut. What's going on? Oh. You're on the air right now. Oh, I didn't realize that. Pardon me while I uh, turn off. Uh, yeah, so just uh, Doug is a friend of a friend. Doug is a friend of a friend that calls Hi. up. Doug, Doug calls up other radio shows that actually have screeners. Yes, I'm, a friend, I'm a friend of a, of a friend. Yeah, friend of Liz. That's fine. So. I, so I'm watching you on Facebook oh. and listening to you. Yes. And I'm enjoying your show. So I thought I'd give you a call. I appreciate your invitation. And um, I'll introduce myself a bit. I'm kind of a dissatisfied Democrat at this point. Dissatisfied. Why are you dissatisfied? Yeah. Um, I th- I'm a moderate Democrat. So, you, a, so you're not an AOC, uh, Elon no. uh, Democrat. No, okay, I got am you. not. <clears throat> gotcha. No, I am not. I... Um, I developed my. Uh, I grew up in Connecticut. Yeah. I went. To, I lived in North Carolina, but mostly I developed my politics while living in Indiana. Mm-hmm. And Indiana is a very competitive state, and Democrats have to move to the center, if not slightly to the right of center, to win. 
And um, like everywhere in Midwest, pretty much, yeah. Other than Michigan, yes, exactly, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Even like I suspect Western New York, yeah, oh, without a doubt. And in fact, upstate New York is considered very Midwest in terms of its politics, but we're unfortunately we're run by by, by downstaters. So in your case, you're an interesting case. I mean, uh, because I, I'm just going to go well, out on a limb and say, well, that, and I'm going to add one more thing before, before yeah, yeah. you take off, yeah. Believe it or not, I was a news I was a newspaper reporter for many years, uh-huh. and uh, I believe that. And then I was a then I was the director of communications for the Indiana Democratic Party. Wow! So I was on talk radio in Indianapolis. Believe it or not, the host of the talk radio show was Mike Pence. Was Mike Pence? In year, wow! In the years be- between <clears throat> before he was after he was in Congress. Before he ran for governor, right. he did talk radio for WIBC. I did not know that. And what type and of guy he, was what type of guy was Mike Pence? I've known Mike Pence since he first ran for Congress. Wow. In, in Indiana, um, Mike in those years described himself as a conservative with a smile. Okay. And he was and he was very um, down the middle in his talk radio show. But then now he's he's been vilified by the Joy Bahars of the world because he was too religious. Did you look at it that way? No, I knew he was religious back then, but I think it's again. I think it's been overemphasized. Yeah, because the le- the new left, and can I call it that, Doug? The new left. Sure. Because, yeah. Okay. Well, the, let's the, take that term. The new left does not like people that use religion as their day to day life. Well, that's that's part of the wokeism. Right. Got, yeah, and why? And why is that, why is why is it that AOC just really doesn't like the white establishment in America, more particularly the conservative I, religious I, I side? I don't know. I actually don't study AOC a lot. She's a big force um, in politics, though, Doug. You oh, I know. Admit that. I know, and and I know that she's she's uh, potentially running in a in a primary, perhaps against uh, Schumer. It's going to be Gillibrand, not Schumer. No, Schumer. Or Gillibrand. Yeah, it's going to be Gillibrand. Yeah. No, in my opinion, which I, it one could, is up first? I think I think Schumer's up first, but, but she may hang back. And she might Schumer. hang back because Schumer's done so much to kowtow to her. So is Pelosi, obviously uh, from the House. They, they've kowtowed so much to her, and of course he's from the same state. But she'll look at it like uh, he's an old rag. He's got to go, kind of like how Jacob Javits was pushed out back in the day. Yeah. Uh, but but still. Uh, AOC, at one point, the way I see it, Doug, despite how people don't like how we're, we're seeing 4 or $5 gas, despite seeing how you know schools have ruined Disney and the woke society, I would dare say that AOC has a better chance of being president of the United States than Donald Trump does. So that's really? a sad test. Yes. I've never heard anyone assert that. Uh, well, you heard it right now. And, and because, you know, remember... When Donald Trump lost, and again, I live up here in, in, in Trumpville, essentially, there was a right. sign in every other property, Trump, 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 signs, flags, this, yes. and, and you I've, probably I've, saw it in I've, Connecticut. I've, I've, driven through, I've driven through places like that. Yeah, of course, and you probably even saw it in Connecticut to some degree. So well, the, there are parts of Connecticut that are, I mean, Connecticut is, state. Is, a, is a blue state, Yeah, oh, there are red God. sections. Yeah. For it's example, um, it's an alcoholic just, state. Uh, along the Connecticut River Valley, uh, East Haven. Along the shoreline east of New Haven, there were a lot of Trump signs. Sure, sure. Anywhere away from the south, the southwest part of Connecticut, uh, where Greenwich is, Stanford, uh, you know, where you are, 
Uh, that that well, is that's like living in the middle of Manhattan. Where, I, it's grew, the same where place. I grew up. <laughs> right, right, right. So you were sur- it was like me being surrounded by Met fans, but I was a Yankee fan. So if you're conservative in the nutmeg state, I lived, state in, of I lived in Boston for seven years, and I really liked being a New Englander. So I identify but, with the Red Sox. But but the <laughs> but the Boston but people in Boston, for instance, have a new mayor right now that made a joke about white people on St. Patrick's Day, and you if you told me that yes, she said Michelle Wu. Yeah, she's Asian. She said, "Oh well, yeah, is it, yeah." And she's just like, "Oh, that's the white thing to do." It's like it was, it was a backhanded, you know, remark. But in Boston, are you kidding me? It's the whitest state in the in the planet or city, yeah. I should say. <laughs> and, and yet, now, and then they also have a circuit judge there, who who really looks like a bull. You know what? And uh, she she would beat the crap out of people just for showing up at her front door. She almost did it to that reporter. How did Boston? I know they've always been liberal. A bunch of Irish people, blah blah blah, college yeah. town, and yet now. Well, wait, wait, wait. Let's let's be very specific. Yeah. Massachusetts itself, I yeah. can't say as much about Boston. Well, Boston has been Democratic. No, big time. To, so is the whole state. Go back to Hunting Fitz, Jack Kennedy's grandfather, who was mayor of Boston, Irish Catholic. But um, hmm. in Massachusetts, um, if you read Tip o- the biography of Tip O'Neill, yeah. It was written by a Boston Globe reporter 15 years ago, so um, I've forgotten who wrote it, but it's a great biography. What you learn is that um, Massachusetts was held by the the Republicans of the 1900s, 1920s, 1930s. Hmm. Um, Democrats had almost no power of all. It was right after World War II. It was the 1946 election. Tip was elected. a lot of other Democrats that we know from Massachusetts were elected to the legislature, mm. and uh, Tip's father worked for the Public Works Department of Cambridge, and Tip was elected from the what was then the manufacturing part of Cambridge. So basically, what you're saying, though, Doug, is that it went from right. a, a Republican went, to Democrat. Went Democrat, and Tip Tip organized to be elected Speaker. Mm. The when the Democrats were elected. Speaker, who were elected to the majority, yeah. he they walked into the speaker's office. No, de- they realized no Democrat had ever seen the inside of the speaker's office. Well, that's it was disgusting. a Republican preserve. Right, they'd right. never even been invited inside. Right, and uh, it it was a big it was it was a big image in the book. Well, listen, Doug, I got it. I got to get going now. But interestingly enough, as far as Tip O'Neill is concerned, he was one of the last Speaker of the Houses that actually crossed the aisles and did of work. He was. Yeah, so it's amazing because. He, he didn't have to go that route because he was ostracized himself from his own city and state, but he took it upon himself to reach to the other aisle and, and, and speak to presidents and speak on behalf of others, maybe argue every now and then. But unfortunately, Doug, that's not the case anymore in, in, in the Beltway. It's not, no, it's not it isn't. It isn't, and it's a shame, which is part of the reason I'm calling you. Well, well Doug, listen, I, it's only because I only have one hour show. i got to do a break. we got a lot of political ads. But don't be a stranger. Give us a shout at any given time, Doug from Connecticut. I've got I've got a second topic for you, so we'll we'll take it up next. Oh, I'm sure you do, uh, Doug. Thanks for the yeah. call. Say hi to Liz. You're welcome. Bye. I'll Liz. talk to you. Well, there you go. That's Doug from Connecticut. Who's he's, he's a Democrat. Hi, real quick. Oh, sorry. Hi, you're in the air, real quick. So, what do you think about uh, President Biden just all of a sudden like going to the unknown there, trying to shake nobody's hand? Yeah, I, I, you know, Joe Biden turned around. I think he was kidding. I think he just put his hand out like, well, I thought someone was supposed to be there, but he he did look bad. But more importantly, uh, Crazy Ray, before I go into a commercial break, did you not, in fact, see flying bricks on Lower State Street today? 
Yeah, yeah, that that building that's right there on um there's the church and then there's a little a small building and then there's that really big apartment building the the corner of the roof to the to the left it was like picking right up in the air and flying. Wow. And they had to close off the kind of bricks coming off. I mean, you've lived here all your life. That today was one of the windiest days I've ever seen in my life. I couldn't believe how windy it got. It was fierce and yet no limbs or anything at least from what I can see, but other than your story, but uh, I don't know how bad it is now, but it was really fierce this afternoon. They were blocking off the street when we left. I was I was yelling at my son, "Come on!" He was over at the car shop. I was like, "Come on, get out Let, here! Let's now. get out here!" The They're going to block the street off. Yeah, yeah. And and by the way, that building, if I'm not mistaken, is is a steel building with you know bricks. Uh, that, yeah, it's got like a it's got like a steel roof on it, and the roof on that on that corner was picking right up and yeah, down. Yeah. Every time the wind picked up. That must have been a crazy sight, really. I, I was stand, I was sitting there, and this guy. Went across the street and he kept pointing up. Yeah. He kept taking pictures of stuff. So eventually, I'm looking up. I'm thinking, well, is somebody jumping or right, what? You know? Right, 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 right. Then I see what the guy's looking at. I'm right. like, oh my god, look at that! I thought he was talking about a Van Halen song. Might as well jump. <laughs> All right. Crazy way. Thanks for the call. And yes, I did see the Joe Biden thing. Very pathetic. But unfortunately, I got to do a break right now. But thanks, Crazy Ray. All right, man. That's uh, Crazy Ray. This is the Live at Five show. We got to do this break. We'll be back. Paid for by friends of Scott Gray. I'm Scott Gray, and I'm running for the New York State Assembly and the River District. During my time as chairman of the Jefferson County Board of Legislators, we have stabilized county finances, kept taxes under the tax cap, and kept your budgets fiscally conservative. I have demonstrated my hard work, commitment, and dedication to you during several crises that required critical leadership. We're in a fight for the future of our state, for education, for Second Amendment rights, for public safety, and for costly mandates that drive your property taxes higher. It is a fight for North Country values. It requires someone with experience, someone who is qualified, someone who is ready, and someone with proven results, and who knows our North Country neighborhoods and knows how to build relationships. I'm asking for your support to represent you. On June 28th, in the Republican primary, vote Scott Gray for Assembly to bring common sense leadership to Albany for you, my North Country neighbor. Thank you. Hey, y'all, it's Chuck Winburn at F.S. Caprera Honda. Paid for by Susan Duffy for New York State Assembly District. Uh, welcome back to the show. I'm watching something here. Uh, a guy by the name of uh, Chip Roy. Chip, Chip Roy. Chip, Chip, hooray. He's uh, shredding Jerry Nadler to his face on the hill. I don't know when this was. It was posted seven hours ago for mocking the border crisis. And remember, it was uh, it was Jerry Nadler before the election of 2020, who claimed that Antifa was a myth; it didn't exist. So apparently, he's saying that there's no border crisis. Hmm. What's well, it? You can't make this stuff up. Hi, you're in the air. Hey, Glenn. What's hey, uh, you know, you were talking about movies yesterday. Yeah. And uh, I got a question for you. Yeah. Because I know you're a big movie buff. You know, when you see people. That, uh, you know, like Johnny Depp, Robert De Niro, that just right. slam every way of our way of thinking and everything. Yeah. You know, do you still watch their movies? Because I do. Yeah. Uh, I, you know, it's, it's hard not to. I mean, it's, it's like, you know, look at De Niro and his body of work. Do you, do you go back and you say you're not going to watch Goodfellas again because De Niro is such a douchebag when it comes to politics and, and yeah. conservatives? No. I, I just yeah, I just like the guy. And, but here's another thing. You, you, yeah, go ahead. Did you see The Irishman? I did. I didn't like it. I thought it was too long and too boring. 
You didn't like that? Now, see, I'll go on a limb. I think that was one of Pacino's greatest roles ever, playing yeah, Hoffa. Yeah, I, I just, you know I what? I loved it. I loved it. I'm trying to get my brother to watch it, and he's a diehard conservative. He's like, nope, De Niro's in it, won't watch it. Yeah, and, well, and, and, and again, that's sad because, you know, some people do that with sports. They won't watch basketball. They won't watch football. So that's crazy. What are you, nuts? Yeah, you know, I, Hannity said something. Uh, yeah, Hannity's not a sports four, fan. Four or five years ago, I heard him on the radio. I was driving, I heard him say that... Uh, you know, if I didn't listen to any music or watch any video or movie or anything, or everybody said they didn't like me and said yeah. I'd have nothing to do with them. Right, right. He's also a guy that admits that he doesn't dance. He doesn't dance. Yeah. yeah. It's like, okay, you don't dance. I mean, some things you just got to, you know, do the things you fear and hate the most, like my mom would always say. And you know what? There's some things that, as a husband, as a partner, that there's some things you got to do. And he's the, so if he's out there saying he's not watching football, one, he never did to begin with. Two, he's full of malarkey. And three, he's too lazy. You can't dance with your yeah. wife. By the way, he's divorced, and that's a shame because he, you know, power went to his head. He was talking to the president every other night, uh, and uh, you know, so that would go to my head too. But you know, it destroyed his marriage. So I wouldn't believe anything yeah. that Sean Hannity says. Nothing. I like the guy. Don't yeah. get me wrong, but he's redundant as hell, and he's just he's constantly up. You know, I don't no, know. My, it's just, my, it's my, favorite, my favorite. I love to watch is Gutfeld. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I love how he just just. just destroying the late night, the late show and tonight show. And he, he really is. And uh, Jimmy Kimmel, you know, they, they try to be so relevant, but it comes right down to this. It's like, you know, what are they going to do? They know that the writing's on the wall, but you know what's funny? The Jimmy Kimmel's of the world, Steve Colbert's, they just, they're not going to change. They're not going to become overnight conservatives. Uh, you know, but they're, they're going to double down. They're just going to continue with this with this same path well, that, that conservatives the are bad down, for the, the nation. The more they keep digging their own hole, the yeah. way I see it. And, but, and, but again, I think, you know, okay, they'll lose the House. They'll lose the Senate. Right now they're losing Twitter or what's left of it. But they just don't care. But they do it in the best well, interest to save our Twitter, democracy. I don't, I, the numbers on that are funny. So he offered a certain amount. So, so let's do, say the bidding goes higher. Yeah. Now he's the highest... Um, the God the he is and he, he isn't. Possibly, yeah. This could possibly just be a money move on his part where if that sells for a, a serious amount of money, yeah. and because now they let the shareholders buy shares, right. they just said that they could buy shares at a discounted rate, right. he could buy more shares at a discounted rate. Either way, but he ultimately wants to win this, uh, own it. But you know what, uh, my friend, i got to go. It's at 6 o'clock. But thank you for the call, and you have a good Easter. Everybody, have a great Easter. Uh, this was a great show. Uh, a little lighthearted, but we got into some discussions. Thanks to Doug from Connecticut, and thanks for everyone for listening for a happy, uh, good Friday and Easter on Sunday. Happy Easter, everyone. AM twelve forty WHN Watertown CBS. This is CBS News on the Hour. Your home for original reporting. I'm Peter King in Orlando. Russia claims its Navy 